So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcised believers criticized him, saying, Why did you go to uncircumcised men and eat with them? Then Peter began to explain it to them, step by step, saying, I was in the city of Shabbat praying, and in a trance I saw a vision. There was something like a large sheet coming down from heaven, being lowered by its four corners. And it came close to me. As I looked at it closely, I saw four-footed animals, beasts of prey, reptiles, and birds of the air. I also heard a voice saying to me, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. But I replied, By no means, Lord, for nothing profane or unclean has ever entered my mouth. For the second time, the voice answered, 
a chaplain intern in a hospital during seminary, my supervisor would often point out the choices that we, as students, didn't realize that we had in front of us in our interactions with each other and with our patients. She was both gentle and stern and would routinely hold up two fingers like this and say something like, there's a lot of positive energy in the conversation we're having that day, and you just changed the topic. So you have a choice. Would you like to allow the group to continue the conversation they were having? Or would you like to ask us to have a new conversation with you? <laughs> and as she ran her fingers down each of the imaginary paths that I was being asked to choose from, I would see, only because it had been pointed out to me, that the loving thing it was exhausting to have my and yet I started to learn something about loving people more consciously. I've been struck this past week or so about all the ways in which we in the Boston area have been making unique choices to love one another in the wake of all that happened at the Marathon and one friend of mine said she was at Dunkin' Donuts last weekend and everyone was praying to the person behind them in line. People choosing to love one another. Another friend said that she had only heard compassion, sympathy, and confusion in regards to the 19-year-old suspect. She had not heard people speaking of revenge or hatred, just sorrow and compassion. Choosing to love one another. I won't even go into the surprising love affair that seems to have sprouted between the Yankees and the Red Sox. <laughs> People choosing against all odds to love one another. Somehow, communal pain and tragedy reminds us that we have a choice. We can take the path of destruction, the same path taken by the ones who hurt us. Does it have to take suffering and tragedy, though, to remind us to choose love? I don't think it has to. In fact, I think Jesus is trying to help us to see the choice to love without having to be prompted by pain. I think Jesus is trying to replace our pain with his life, his own example, his own love. Maybe this is why we come to church, to coach and support and remind each other to choose love, to hear stories of Jesus choosing love, to experience a community where love is intentional and at the root of all we are trying to do. We still feel pain and trauma, and we still experience tragedy as members of Christ's body, just as Christ himself did. We don't need that pain to remind us to choose love. Because Jesus is ever before us, holding up two fingers and nudging us on to choose.
to next week's forum at 9 o'clock right here in Parish Hall, being led by Catherine O'Connell Cleary, who is just as Irish as she sounds. And she's a very gentle soul, a very intelligent woman, and a wonderful retreat leader. That is what she does for a living. And she's going to be talking with us about Hildegard of Bingen. And I don't know anything about Hildegard of Bingen, so I'm really looking forward to attending her forum and won't you please join me also. Good morning. My name is Joan Kaufman, and I'm delighted to hear that I can repeat Al Ehrenfried's name again in this particular gathering. Al and my husband Ivan were great friends uh, when they both were flourishing here at Trinity Church, and uh, partly through the Arts Council, but partly through just normal guy friendship. Al is uh, giving the once postponing concert, jazz concert, at Carlton Hillary Village a week from Tuesday, that will be May 7th, at 10.30 in the morning, at Carlton Hillary Village. Everyone is invited, friends of Al's, friends of Ivan's and mine, uh, anybody who's just curious to hear some good jazz. He plays bass, and his friend Dan uh, Weiner plays uh, jazz guitar. And it should be a wonderful concert. Hope you can come at 10.30 in the morning on May 7th. At 5 o'clock p.m. on the fifth day of the fifth month, we will have a French horn prelude recital followed by choral events.
said the 